to Inner Bloom, a podcast about how to live a happier, healthier, more harmonious life as you learn how to work with the universe, reconnect with your intuition, and bloom from within. I'm Alexa, a writer, producer, and EFT practitioner with a passion for all things metaphysical. And with me is my friend and co-host, Ambie. I'm Ambie, a physical therapy assistant, mom of three, an intuitive medium who has been communicating with the spirit world since the age of five. Some might call it woo-woo, but from our perspective, anything is possible, and we intend to normalize the abnormal by sharing our own life experiences as well as intuitive insights, channeled material, wisdom from special guests, and any other resources we believe will help our souls expand and thrive. All you bloomers, we are back. I am Ambrosia Matthews, and with me, as always, is my beautiful co-host, Alexa Hauser. Hi, it's me. Yay. It's us. Um, yeah, and we are joined by the amazingly gifted and talented and beautiful Heather Christian Strang. Hi, Heather. Yay. Are you Christian? Dang it. It always happens that way. Hi, Christian. You can't, you can't How are you? Get it wrong. <laughs> It's so great to be here, ladies. I love spending time with you, and I'm super stoked on our topic today. Me too. I feel like I have my notepad ready and my pen. I'm ready to take some notes today. And he's ready to be a good student. This topic is like super fascinating to me, so I am ready. Well, before we get into the the specific topic, since this is our last week with you, Christian, do you want to just um, give a recap of like what we've been doing, what this whole month has been about, what you've been sharing, and then kind of announce the topic for today? Absolutely. Yeah. So we've been talking about fulfilling your destiny, which when I tuned in with my team, they said like, that's what we should be focusing on. And it's been so rich. And we've been talking about how every being on this planet, yourself included, has a destiny you incarnated for a specific mission. And that mission is unique to you because it can only come through you in the unique way that you give it. And that when all of us are living our destinies, it creates this huge support where we're all filling in the blanks for each other to create this really incredible life unfolding. And then we talked about the importance of money in all of this, and maybe not so much the importance, but how money plays into fulfilling your destiny and how we can really surrender to working for source and take the pressure off of giving our gifts as being our only way to receive cash money. And we talked about also last week, the importance of community in all of this and how you need to have a community that supports you in living your destiny and how important that is to having a fulfilling romantic relationship and friendships and family relationships. And uh, we also got to hear the amazing story of how Ambie and Alexa came together. And it was just such a, it was so fun to have those deeper conversations about how all the different layers of our destiny and how it impacts our lives. And then this week, I'm so excited because we're going to go into a portion of the destiny topic that I didn't know was legit until my team uh, brought that through for me. And that is that you have many levels of destiny that you can live. And those levels are directly linked to the vibration of consciousness that you are holding in your life stream. And so we want to give you this week an invocation that you can use so that you are truly living your highest destiny so that you're not living any lower on any lower planes of consciousness or playing out any lower scenic route destinies, because those certainly exist for us if we're not aware that there is one higher path for us. 
So everybody sees why I'm so excited today. <laughs> yeah, super exciting. Love talking about like, you said quantum physics, right? Yes. Love talking about quantum physics and love, I mean, let's just dive in. Let's just dive in. Okay, perfect. So early on in my journey, I knew that we had a destiny and that we have some, there are predestined events throughout our life and we have free will choices as well. So I had that basic understanding. But something that my team told me was that you can change your, you can literally change your destiny. I was like, that makes no sense to me because if it's your destiny and it's like preordained, like how can you change it? And this is how you change it. We are a multidimensional being and we can choose which frequency that we vibrate at. And the frequency that we choose to vibrate, excuse me, vibrate at will literally magnetize to us the destiny that matches that. So I'll give you an example from my life to just help illustrate this. So I came into this lifetime knowing that I was a writer. I just knew I was like, I'm here to be a writer. And so I was, you know, raised in a very third dimensional, meaning that, you know, it was all just physical only representations. Um, It was religious based, right? It was a very third dimensional way of living. And so from that third dimensional framework, my destiny was to be a journalist, right? Like that was the vibrational match. So I became a journalist and ended that thing. And then as I had my spiritual awakening and became more and more awake, the next level of my destiny actually was born. And that's only because I chose to awaken, right? If I had stayed in that third dimensional timeline that I was in, I would have just stayed a journalist. But then I had a spiritual awakening and got to the fourth dimension of consciousness, which is where we might call the the new age was born or the new schools of thought were born. And so in the fourth dimension of consciousness, I was a healer. That was my destiny. And so I got trained as a healer and, you know, did, did studying quantum physics for over 10 years, like dove deep. And how do we work with the energy? How do we collapse timelines? Um, Really valuable, important stuff. And as I continue to grow and develop, I activate the fifth dimension, the sixth dimension, the seventh dimension. And as I do, that higher destiny opens up for me. So you could even start to reflect on this in your own life, you know, like where was I vibrating at? And then what did I feel like, you know, what my mission in this world? And as I continue to vibrate higher, do you notice that your mission also can, excuse me, tends to expand as well. So it's really fascinating to start to look at it. And I'd love to hear any questions that come up because I can go kind of fast through this. I want to, yeah, I have questions. So yeah. many already. But <laughs> I love it. So your destiny can go up with like the the higher that you shift, right? Yes. Um, can your destiny? I'm assuming your destiny can go the other way. You can kind of get like sidetracked with the lower vibrations, correct? A hundred percent. We can choose to devolve or we can evolve. So yes. Okay. Um, and then, do you teach? these techniques to other individuals that are wanting to learn these types of um, healing modalities? I don't I know teach it's not really on topic, but I want to. No, no, no. All questions are welcome and celebrated. Um, I don't teach body talk per se, but what I do do, I work with a lot of healers and creatives and um, artists and spiritual beings, of course. So I do have like the emotional empowerment guide, for instance, is a tool that I teach that that teaches you how to collapse timelines from this lifetime and how to deactivate timelines from previous lifetimes and from ancestral trauma. So I try to create as many accessible tools as possible so that any 
you know, any being who's called to this path has real life tools that they can use and use themselves to begin to um, collapse timelines that aren't serving them so that we're not living our scenic routes. We're living like our highest path and purpose. And so that became really important for me to recognize that what matters most, we've talked about this in this series, is that living your destiny is the most important thing that any of us could do. And in order to do that, we have to use our tools and we have to have spiritual practice and we have to have emotional tools and we have to every day be working to allow our frequency to be at the highest frequency it can be so that our highest destiny gets activated. So like when I got to the fifth dimension of consciousness, teaching became important, right? It wasn't, it was important to do the healing work, but then I also needed to teach folks and develop tools so that it wasn't like, oh, you have to come see me. That's the only way to do this, right? We wanted to create more accessibility. And so then in the seventh dimension of consciousness, excuse me, the sixth dimension of consciousness, I realized like, oh, love is actually my mission. That's, that's actually like what all of this is really about. So I changed my whole business to be rising up for love, change it from my name to the movement or the cause of rising up for love. Then in the seventh dimension of consciousness, you start to see how it's all mystically connected. And then how do I bring my healer, teacher, guide self into a format that's of true service? So that's just an example for my own life. And then I would encourage all of you to look at your own life streams and go, okay, how, you know, how is it going for me? And where is my vibration going? And then that's when you'll know if you're getting true inspired thought, right? What, where was I at in my life when that idea for that business or that offering or whatever it was came in? Was I in alignment with who I really was or was I stressed about money or was I worried about how am I going to make it, you know? And those ideas that come from I'm stressed about money, I've got to create something are not going to be the ideas that light you up and lead to the abundance. It's when you're connected to that higher stream that then the ideas that come in will be the ideas that just the money may come from that specific channel. It may come from random checks and deposits in the, you know, in your account. So just be open to all the ways that the universe wants to pay you for vibrating in that higher frequency. That is so powerful. So powerful. Just like where, where was my mind? Was I operating from my highest place or was I operating in lack? Like I've heard it said before. I've actually channeled it before, but like for some reason you saying it to me is like, just really drove it home. And Ambi, that's such a great reminder for all of us. Like it's an embodiment process. So we can know spiritual truths, you know, we can be intellectually aware of all of this stuff, but there's that moment where it like shifts into our body and we really get it. And that, that moment comes when it needs to, you know, it takes me time to, I channel all kinds of things and like, you know, it may take me years and I'm like, oh, I finally like really get it. Not just here, but like in my whole body. Can we talk about um, collapsing timelines for a minute? Because I think we hear this thrown around all the time. I mean, I I follow so many, you know, spiritual teachers and leaders and people who are like, you know, they'll post like an update. They'll be like, timelines are collapsing faster than ever right now. Like they're just dropping off completely. And I'm. it's just like, <laughs> and I, on one level, like I know what, on one level, I think I know what collapsing timelines mean, but I think it would be an interesting, you know, I think it would be good to just talk about and really like get clear on like, what exactly does that mean? Totally. So in quantum physics, what we understand is that every time we have any choice point in our life, any choice point at all, um, you know, a career decision, a relationship decision, there is 
some part of us, some part of life stream energy that carries out that other major choice point angle. So what ends up happening is in the quantum field, we have all these different destinies, versions, vibrations out there. And so what we're talking about when we say collapsing timelines, I don't know what everyone else is talking about. I'm just also saying this is what I understand and, and what I know to be true. Everyone can check in with their own intuition on this. But what I've been shown is that when we say collapsing timelines, we're literally going in and cleaning up those pieces of those choices that weren't the higher choices that still have some ripple effect going. Um, for instance, like you have a trauma in childhood and you're not able to fully process that trauma because you're a child, right? But that energy is still continuing on in your life stream in some way. So it's going in, working with that part of yourself and you're collapsing. I've chilled everywhere as we're talking about this. Um, we're collapsing that timeline and now you're no longer the wounded child who had that terrible event happen. Now you're the, the more embodied woman or man who is now living their life more purposefully. And it's the same with past life wounds. So there's past life ripples, you know, of lifetimes that we've lived that's still rippling out. Think about, um, I don't, I don't want to get too political here, but in 2016, when the current U.S. president became president, I had like a major panic attack and a remembrance of past lifetimes when a dictator took over and we were all killed as women. And so I chills as we're talking about, about that again. So I had to go in and work with that past lifetime because that ripple effect was still rippling in my current life. And then I had to deactivate that to collapse that timeline. So I'm not that scared, enslaved woman again. I'm an empowered woman. It's a different time. It's a different dictator. We can show up differently. You know, so it's like really about the past life ripple, the current life ripple, and then going in and just cleaning up those traumas, those pains, those wounds. And that's what I mean when I say collapsing timelines. Does that make more sense? Yeah. Yeah. And it, um, you know, and I think that's such a perfect example that you gave because it really illustrates how, again, when you zoom out, like all of this, again, really is happening for us. Because if, for example, Oh, uh, hi, Tammy. Hi, Heather. Hi, Amanda. There are people watching. Yay, hi. Um, for example, if this president, for example, had not been elected, right? I mean, oh, hi, Leah. Um, there would not be so, like, you, for example, wouldn't have had that opportunity to get triggered and then go back in time, you know, go back and work with and clean that up and collapse those timelines. And so... That's one perspective I want to share, which it's just very interesting to think of it in that way. And then also um, talking about like, so ways of cleaning up. So what are some ways? I mean, obviously like body talk, um, which you do, um, inner child work. Like what are some of the ways that people can go back and work with this past life stuff or clean up the other timelines? There's a lot of technologies out there. And so I really encourage folks to find the ones that feel most soul resonant with them. Um, yes, inner child work, 100%. And you want to make sure that your inner child work is working on the time space continuum, continuum, which is what we developed in the emotional empowerment guide. So that we're not just we're taking care of the little child, but we're not then just leaving him or her. I actually have a process where I have us bring in guardians and work with that. So your little wounded self isn't like, okay, and now you're gone, you know, so we're still caring for that part of ourselves because we understand that part is still having a ripple. It's still having an experience. So any quantum physics based work is going to be really helpful as long as you feel 
um, an alignment with the frequency that that modality is bringing. I, of course, recommend body talk. I I recommend the emotional empowerment guide that we have. But anywhere that you can work in the quantum field with your child self and deactivate past timelines is going to be really powerful. I don't recommend going on like a shamanic journey to like your past lifetimes. That's just a different frequency that can kick up a lot of feedback that um, maybe more interference, interference isn't the right word, maybe just more challenging than it needs to be. So keep the energy as clean and as high as you can. Um, And so I recommend, you know, doing any work that you feel like there's a strong angelic presence, any work that you feel like has a very high vibration to clean that up. And if it resonates for your soul, then it's a yes. And then just stay away from the more like going deep into it in like a way that it just can stir up a lot of energies and frequencies that can be not compatible to you living your highest path. I don't want to be fear-based, but I also want people to be wise about this because I've, you know, not known, gone on a shamanic journey, done different things and been like, oh, it just got my ass kicked and been like, wait, did it have to be that hard? You know, so. Does that include like plant medicine? Yeah, I wouldn't encourage that. I, again, I want us to just go as high as we can. So you're looking for something that feels angelic. It feels like the highest light. If it's quantum physics, it's from a practitioner that you just feel is carrying that stronger, more angelic presence, that more higher vibrational presence. Um, that's going to be where you get the least amount of um, kickback and the most flow. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like it's it's similar to like the butterfly effect, like both positive and negative in the way of like you are changing one thing and it's going to ripple out into different different um, timelines and different uh, destinies play out and such things. You're a hundred percent correct, Ambie. So there will be a ripple effect from you changing the past. And so that's why you want to make sure the energy you're using to address that is as clean and clear and high vibrating as possible because yes, it, it can swing. And my experience has been when we use the cleanest, clearest, most angelic, highest vibrational tools, we don't get a bunch of messes, mm. which can happen. Yeah. Um, also, I want to just share anyone listening right now, if you guys have questions on this topic, please write them in and I'll, I'll relay them um, because this is super interesting. And I know this is like our, all of our jams right now. So how do people find the empowerment guide? You're muted. Not for a long I muted you. Or I'm you sorry. A- I muted you. Can you, can you, re- yeah, can you start at the beginning? Sorry. <laughs> It's actually really easy. If you go to risingupforlove.org and you sign up for our free love meditation, we release the empowerment guide every spring. And so we'll just let folks know when it opens up to use it. And then if someone has like a special case and they're like, I need it right away, of course, we'll, you know, we'll get it to you. But we usually open it up every spring and it's um, just an incredible tool that you can use on your own. And I I recommend doing self-sessions with it. So I do sessions on myself a few times a week from just clearing out what's come through. Is it similar to body talk or how is it, how does it look? No, it's, um, it's a process where you take any limiting belief, any fear, any wound, anything that comes up for you and you take it through a four-step process to clear it out on all the levels, including inner child and karmically. So it's like your own process that you're taking yourself through. And I have audio versions of the process and then also written for however people like to learn. And we take you right through it. 
Oh, I love that. I yeah. love that. Okay. It's really empowering, which is. Yeah, which is why it's called the Empowerment Guide, I'm assuming. You're brilliant. You're brilliant. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I have another question really fast. Yeah, go um, for it. This is more for you. Um, do you only get your information from your team or do you get information from outside sources as well? Yambi, you ask the best questions. I only get information from my team. So I used to be like uh, what I would call a spirit junkie. And I just read like every book and went to everything I could go to. And um, when I started channeling in 2015, they took me off of all of that. And so um, I actually don't study unless they specifically, like I'm finishing my doctorate in metaphysical psychology right now. That's working with like different content. Um, But I don't do a lot of studying unless they, I'm specifically guided to so that everything I get is coming pure from um, my connection to the divine. What's really cool is that stuff comes through and then someone will say to me like, oh, this was written in this spiritual text or, you know, Marianne Williamson said this or da, da, da. And I'm like, oh, that's amazing. I, I literally had no idea. So it's really fun to see that, you know, the highest light is coming through, you know, many portals of energy and I just try to make sure that I keep everything as clear as possible so that I'm not, you know, muddled or anything. Mm-hmm. I have a question that just came into my awareness. So when we d- – so since the last episode that we did with you and now I also got a body talk session from you or I – that's what you call it, right? Body yeah. talk? Right. Yeah. And first of all, it was like one of the coolest things ever. Um, and one of the things that came up in my session was that I had wounding – um, from a past life, for many past lives, from not uh, being connected to like my purpose or like not fulfilling, my, like not knowing what my purpose was or like being disconnected. Yeah, I think it was like being disconnected from my purpose, mm-hmm. which is really interesting because like I've always kind of had this really deep fear that I'm not going to fulfill my purpose. Like even there would be like people people coming in to my life or situations and it's almost like I would run in the other direction because I would think like you're going to detract me from my purpose like which now I'm I'm really realizing like a lot of it is really it's just about me it's about like really just making sure I'm connected to my purpose and other people are just kind of reflect other people and things are just kind of reflections of that fear and but um I think it's really interest. I thought it was really interesting that that came up as like a wound, like as like this is causing, you know, um, issues. And so do you see that a lot in, you know, we're talking about fulfilling your destiny. Do you see that a lot in clients? Like do many of us have that wound or is that something kind of unique? Because I've just never thought of that as like actually I, – I guess I just never pinpointed that that was really a fear, you know what I mean? But it feels like a really, it feels like a crushing thing. Like if I don't do this. Yeah. And that's why you have that fear of like, what if I don't fulfill my purpose in this lifetime? I mean, I have worked with clients who have that same fear and it's linked to not being able to fulfill their destiny in other lifetimes because they got pulled out by other powerful, influential people or circumstances in their life. So it's perfectly makes sense that you would run from certain people because it, whatever was happening triggered that remembrance of like, oh, I remember what happened that last time. I'm out of here, you know. So being getting disconnected from your purpose is a very common human thing that happens. Um, I would say more aware weight clients are aware that like they have a fear of not fulfilling their purpose. And that fear is almost always, so if, you, if anyone out there also has that fear, it's almost always linked to because you've had past lifetimes where 
you weren't able to fulfill your mission and your purpose because of getting disconnected, which I believe was the term that was used, Alexa, disconnected, which is different than distracted. You know, that's more intense. Like somehow you got disconnected from your purpose means that there was something really big that took you out of that experience to stay connected. So Mm. it's common if you have that fear, it's because of that. Interesting. Yeah, it was just very interesting to me. It was kind of like one of the last things I expected to come up. And I don't I don't know why it makes sense that it would come up. But it's just interesting to me that hum- I think what I'm really trying to say is it's interesting to me that as humans, that can act that fear can actually cause us so much pain because because like like why? Like it's like we so many. I mean, why is that? Why is it that that, some, that not fulfilling our purpose or not being connected to our pur- – it makes sense why not being connected can, but not fulfilling our destiny, like why is that so painful? You know what I mean? Like I'm not a competitive person really. Like I'm not really like – like I have a lot of people around me that are like I, – I, my partner would always get annoyed with me because he, he played this game, so then I would start playing this game. And it's this game where you, like, slide around numbers and you, like, double them up and stuff. And he'd look over and he'd be like, you're, you're going to – you're not you're not doing the strategy. You're going to – I'm like, oh, I don't care. I just like sliding the numbers around. And he's like, how? But <laughs> – so I'm not really that competitive. I'm just like, oh, whatever. So it just – it's interesting. Like, why for me is that feel so soul-crushing, you know? Well, I feel like getting emotional as you're asking that question, because I can feel like all the lifetimes, like we, we incarnated into these bodies with a mission to fulfill the mission. If we don't fulfill the mission, it's not competitive with anyone else. It's just such a pain because like we came here for this and then we came here and this, this earth is like this obstacle course, choose your own adventure. And we succumb to the matrix. Like that's like the biggest pain and wound that we could experience. And the reason it feels so soul crushing, Alexis, because you don't just have one experience of that. That's like, we have multiple soul wounds of that feeling of like, this is the whole fucking reason I came here. And like, I couldn't get it done. Like, it makes me want to cry just thinking it like, can you feel that emotion? It's so big. And it's because we've been working so hard over so many lifetimes to do that. And we've we, when we're in a body, we don't have access to all of our not, we do have access, but we have to work to get access to all of that information. So it's just, we work so hard. And then to not be able to do it is just like, it's the only thing that really matters why we're here. Does that more help answer your question? It feels yeah, very emotional. Yeah. I feel it. Yeah. Well, it makes me think of, it makes me think of when I was younger and I had intense social anxiety when I was younger and I didn't want to ever play with anyone. I didn't – I also had like some trauma when I was younger, which I've recently reconnected to and realized like, oh, that probably was why I didn't want kids over to play, partly. But um, I, I keep thinking recently about when I was younger and how there was a part of me that so badly wanted to go outside. I so badly wanted to go do something with my day. I so badly wanted to just – be able to be like happy and you know and there was another part that was like no 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 so I had these two opposing sides and I remember this really terrible feeling of like even at three or four years old telling myself you're wasting your life like you're not doing it and I still have a part of that in me today and I think that's why it's so hard for me on days when I don't feel good and I don't feel productive and I and really what I should be doing is relaxing I should 
I should be resting. I should be. There's a part that's going, you're doing it again. You're wasting your life again because it relates being inside, being in this apartment, not being out doing things with that. Does that make sense? Oh, 100%. 100% it makes sense. Absolutely. And the fact that you could have that memory from age three to see like this program, this was not a program that you like just developed in this lifetime. You came in with this and you have such a strong desire to do what you came here to do. But what's interesting is that the way to get to that highest path and highest destiny is to relax and surrender, right? So when you find that intensity coming up, go sit your ass in meditation, you know, like go take a nap, like go just go get a spa treatment, just relax. And then your vibration will naturally go where it needs to go. Yeah, definitely. But it's it's always the opposite thing. I think it's not always, but um, as we've been programmed, I think that's usually the last thing that we think we're supposed to do. We're like, I have to work harder. I have to push harder against that. And you just spin your wheels. But yeah, it's definitely something I know I've been working on. Um, and thank you for relaying all that. Uh, Heather asked... One of our um, viewers on Facebook Live said, "How do you book a body talk session? And is it, oh, how do you book a body talk session? And is it done remotely?" Yes. So Heather, it is totally done remotely. So the Taurus field that gets activated when we do work at a distance, we're talking in the quantum field again, is actually four times more powerful than in person. Um, work. So the remote work allows us to go in really deep because the conscious mind is not available and we get to go in and see what your spirit truly wants. Um, to work with me, you just email me through risingupforlove.org and send me a photo. And But first, just email me through the form and then I'll connect with you and I'll ask for a photo and then I'll take it into my meditation. And if I get permission and we get the yes that we're a soul match, then um, we can do work together. Cool. The reason I I check to see if we're a soul match is because I only want to work with the people whose lives I can actually help transform. There are just some practitioners who are great practitioner, but if they're not a soul resonance, they won't be able to support your transformation. And so I always check in to make sure that I actually can support your transformation because one of the most frustrating things for me as a guide, as a mentor, as a teacher, as a healer is to work with someone and they're not having the shifts that I know is possible. And so that's why I check in on that. And that's what that means. It's not like anyone's right or wrong. It's just, I want to make sure I can actually, you know, trans help transform your life. Wow. I like that. That's cool. Okay. Um, that is all. <laughs> what does it mean though that you're a soul match? Does that mean like we've known each other in other lifetimes? Does that mean like we're soulmates in a way? Like what does that mean? So sometimes it can mean we've known each other in another lifetime. Certainly a lot of the people that work with me, we've known each other in other lifetimes and we've been swirling together for this very mission, you know, so that we can fulfill our destinies in this lifetime together. Um, so that's certainly a lot of times what it can indicate. The other thing it can indicate is that we just have resonant frequencies, which means, um, you know, maybe we haven't had another lifetime together, but where you're vibrating and where I'm vibrating means that we can really get things done here and support you in fulfilling your destiny. Awesome. So cool. Anything else on this topic, on this very interesting topic that you feel called to share, Christian? Yes. So I would just say one final thing. I would encourage all of you to, in your morning prayers, in your meditations, in your invocations, ask and command that you are living your highest path and purpose. 
I am here to live my highest path and purpose. That is all I wish to have come to me. Please bring me the people, places, opportunities that are for my highest path and purpose. Let this be so with ease and with grace. And so it is. It is so. Thank you. Amen. So you're really commanding and you're telling your higher self, your spirit team, you know, all of the universe. I'm only here for the highest path, guys. I'm not interested in those lower dimensions of consciousness. I'm not interested in playing out old scenic routes. I'm only interested in living my absolute highest destiny. And that will literally shift so much. It's so powerful. Wow. Yeah, it feels What powerful. types of shifts? Oh, sorry. Oh, go, Amby. What types of shifts have you seen from clients? So physical healings, or are you talking specific around destiny or does um, it matter? Around destiny specifically. Yeah. So I've definitely seen folks who start, I would say the more common theme is they come to me and they're like, oh, I'm really sick or I'm really struggling with this. And it turns out that like they're here to do like very specific work. And they've been sort of avoiding that or hiding out. And the sickness has kind of been like the thing that's trying to develop them to that. And then watching them just completely, you know, I just had a client who had one of the articles she wrote went like, you know, um, on the front page of this major publication and, you know, just watching folks go from like, oh, no, I'm not really here to do anything. I have relationship issues or, you know, health issues. And they actually have like these really beautiful and all of our missions are beautiful and important, but they have this important mission to fulfill and then watching them fulfill it is just so incredible. And then I would say watching folks, you know, having folks come to work with me who are struggling and fulfilling their mission, they're like really trying to make their career happen or a relationship happen. And we untangle and, you know, collapse timelines and they end up on a totally different path that is just like, so what they're here to do. And they're just so lit up. Um, I've watched clients go from making no money to, you know, receiving multiple six figures, if not more. I've had lots of clients get like massive windfalls of money. That's and I love that that happened. We weren't trying to make that happen. Um, but that's just what happens once you step into your natural alignment and just like, oh, they're financially free. That's happened to so many of my clients just from working together. It's not about a specific like job or career or relationship. It was really about collapsing timelines. And then the money just whew, all came in and they're like, oh, I'm financially free. Now I can, you know, move to Europe, travel abroad. I can, you know, whatever it is. So it's been really incredible to watch people just become liberated, become more free to live what we're really here to live. And it's not about the money and it's not about the partner and it's not about the stuff. It's about fulfilling the destiny and all that that brings. I love that. That's amazing. It's really I don't know why I want to share this, but I do. I feel like it's kind of irrelevant, but I don't know. I'm going to share it anyway. I did a past life regression. This is a while ago. And it was when I was in a very like fearful place with my gifts. And I asked, uh, she says, do you want to ask your guides or your spirit team any questions while you're under? And I said, yes, I want to know why I have gifts. And so the answer that came out was because you keep asking for these gifts. And I remember thinking at the time, like, why the fuck would I keep asking for this? Like, this makes no sense to me. But it feels like um, it feels like something that I haven't lived up to, because for some reason, I always have this image that I haven't lived up to my name. Not that I haven't lived up to like my soul destiny, but like my name, I need to live up to that. Very mm -hmm. weird. 
oh, I'm sure it's connected to a past life for sure. So that's very fascinating. And we are asking, when you say, I want to live my highest path and purpose, you are activating all the pieces that are a part of that. And so I, I would say, I didn't ask to channel. I didn't ask to be this weird. I did not ask for this. And my team was like, oh, hell yeah, you did. You said you want to fulfill your destiny. That's what this is, girl. You know, like get into it. So be open for all the cool opportunities and weird things that will begin to come to you because when you activate your highest destiny, it's just a whole other ballgame. And it's so rich, so rewarding and so fulfilling in a way that like, again, makes me want to cry because it's just like your soul is just like, thank you. This is what we came for. You want to hear something weird that's also probably not weird at all? But that really scares me, (laughs) really scares me. It's like just even saying I want to live my highest destiny, it terrifies me. Like there's something in my body that's like, no, 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 no. Like you don't know what that means. Like you don't know what you're calling in. Like hold on, hold on. Like let me get a hold of this. And and it's like – it's that thing where it's it's a distrust. It's a lack of – there's a – there's a – you know, because if if you really trusted that, and this is just what we're all working on, but if you really trusted that like your team got you and that like if you live your highest destiny, like you're going to be so fulfilled and all the things, then you would just let go, right? But there's this distrust in me and this is a pattern of mine from the past. Actually, the first time that I keep thinking of this, so I'm going to share it. Several years ago, I had another company with my best friend from childhood, her name, Ryan, okay, it's very similar pattern to this that we're in right now. And we had a TV show that was developed around us. And we were shooting the pilot for this TV show. And I remember thinking when we were shooting the pilot for the show developed around us, I was like, this is like everything I've ever wanted. Like I, I always felt like I would be famous. I always felt like I would be on a TV show. I always, I, I didn't know how. I just always thought I was going to be in entertainment. And I'm and I'm there and I'm in between shoots on in New York City and I remember my cousin and my partner came to visit like up there. It's only like a two hour drive from here. They were there, and in between shoots, I just broke down and I was like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And they're like, What do you mean? And I was like, And I just remember feeling like I'm losing something. I'm losing everything if I keep shooting this. Basically, doesn't really make sense. No, nothing was, nothing was changing in that moment but I think I felt the potential of all the things that were going to come and I felt like no I don't want to say goodbye to anything I don't want any like I want everything to change and I also don't want anything to change you know I want control and it's hard it's really hard there's so many things I want to say to this this is so amazing Alexa so first go into the terror when you feel that terror of like No, living my highest path and purpose because most people are too afraid to walk this path. Most people are understandably so. We've tried to walk it before. It hasn't gone that well. So (laughs) it makes sense. But knowing you'll never be fully fulfilled until you do that is what made me finally surrender, right? Like, because I had an experience of like, had the book deal and the book tour and I was on stages and I was on TV and I was doing all these things. And I was like, I don't want this. This, this is an illusion. This is my ego's idea of what this is about. This is not right. And I called in spirit and said, 
you guys, I give it to you. This is not for me. And it all went away. And then I began channeling and my life got like a million times better. So we can feel when we're about to betray or when we are betraying ourselves, right? We can feel that like I was totally betraying my, my true self because my ego was like, I want to have all this stuff and I want to be this person and I want to be seen and da, 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 da. But that was all for me, ego. It was all wounds from the past. And when I collapsed those timelines and said, I surrender to living my highest path and purpose and being 100% spirit led, everything changed. But I got myself back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is what yeah. I was losing in all of that. I think that's the most appealing thing that, like, that last statement, like, but I got myself back. Because for the longest time, I've had this feeling like, I keep having this feeling recently, like I'm trapped in my body. Like, there's this little me that's, it's not little, but I'm saying there's a me inside of me. <laughs> that's so expressive and so creative and so playful and her imagination is like out of control in the best way and it's like I just feel like sometimes I feel like she's banging on my body going like get me out like get me out and I and I'm like no you can't come out I'm sorry (laughs) you know and so um that last statement that you said like but you get yourself back I think that's what it is I think that's for me what I have to focus on is like but I get her if I could get her that would be everything because being away from her being apart from her is like probably the most painful thing I experience yeah you know so thank you yeah thank you (laughs) this is a really beautiful conversation that most people aren't having in the world but need most important conversation to be having. So thank you for facilitating that. For sure. Well, Ambi, do you have anything before we wrap up? No, I just want to say thank you so much for being here. Mm -hmm. My voice is changing. Excellent. (laughs) And (laughs) excellent. And um, thank you so much for like, I'm so glad that we were soul match to work together. you guys should reach out to Christian because she is truly amazing. And honestly, her sessions are pretty remarkable. I've never, and I also, I don't know if I said this the last time, but I'm going to say it again. I've never been so sure about something ever. It's very strange. Like it literally was like, okay, this is what we're doing. Cool. And how much is it? Awesome. Done. PayPal that day, send it off. And then I had those moments where I was like, wait a minute, what did you just do? Like, hold on. So you're just going to trust that she's just going to do something? Like, you're just going to trust that it's going to happen? And then, like, (laughs) the other part of me is like, no, no, no. That's how this works. Calm down. But then, like, when I heard it and I went through it, I was like, oh, my God, this is it. And I was shocked about how much information you knew about me without, like, our prior conversations. Just, like, that fact. Like, those facts there blew my mind that was it was wild I had well, thank you for trusting <laughs> <laughs> I had literally the exact same experience I tried to put it off for one week and then it was like in my head it was like no you're doing this now and I was like okay 
I guess I'm doing remember and then it was like the quickest thing ever and I was just like okay I've never been like that before I always think about things and it was like and I felt the same way as soon as I got the recording I was like this is what I've been looking for like this is exactly it so it and same and I'll have to tell you about something that was so crazy that you hit the nail head on that you couldn't have known about um that you whatever I'll have to (laughs) I'll have to validate that with you but um but yeah so thank you for like thank you for reaching out thank you for coming into both of our lives we really appreciate you every we know that we're gonna be sending a million people your way because everybody who we talked to about this is like who what huh um so keep doing the work you're doing thank you so much thank you for coming on here and sharing your wisdom um you've just been a pleasure to have on the show and I'm sure we'll be working together in another way sometime soon hopefully Yeah, it's just been such a joy to share with both of you and this beautiful community that you've created of people who are really open and awake and willing and open, you know, that's just so beautiful. And I just have so much love for both of you ladies in this community. And yeah, if I can be of service to any in any way in the future, please let me know. And I'm just loving you both. And I remember anytime I sign up, you know, to do something like my next level of support, I will have a total like freak out, like, ah, what did I just do? And then I'm always like, oh my God, that was the best thing ever. It's it's so amazing like how we fight ourselves and I'm just so grateful that spirit brought us together and we get to, to do this. So thank you. Yay. Well, we love you so much. Um, thank you all for watching on Facebook and chiming in. Heather says, can't wait to try it. Tammy said, love this so much. Hi, Chelsea. She just tuned in. Um, (laughs) And thank you for listening uh, on the podcast. We love you so much. And until next time, keep on blooming. Bye, Bye, everyone. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambi, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within.